I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hi, we're back. It's Oops the Podcast. A little loud, sorry. Too loud? We're back. Chris is excited. Chris he gave me a little woo, and he's got the headphones on, so I was worried I was blasting out his eardrums. <laughs> Here with Julio as ever, and Chris, uh, gee, how are you, my friend? What up, dude? It's been a little while since I've seen you. I know. Do I look tan? You look great. Ooh, I got a little... Did you I get a haircut? T- uh, like, uh, before I left. Uh-huh. Okay. But dude, I, I got tan. Like, I got body tan. Like, my stomach is currently tan. Wow. Which I don't know if I've ever done before. This is the first like real vacation I've ever gone on. That's so strange. You're an Italian. I always feel like you would probably have the olive complexion, you know, right, which is mm. a breath away. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it takes a little bit of work for me, but hmm. I was able to make some strides. Okay. How was it? Give me the, uh, give me the skinny. <sighs> Dude, it was fantastic. You know, like what a fun time. I mean, it was like such a mat. Like we really had a special time in this island called Milos. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first it kind of started off as like a complication because, so I rented a car, I had arranged it in advance. We land at the airport and the car place is like, where are you guys staying? And I told them the place called Milos Cove. It's this like new hotel. It's really sick. Anyway, the guy's like, oh, sorry. Like you have to, we won't rent you a regular car for Milos Cove. You need an SUV. And I was like, wow. He's like, the roads are just so bad. And I was like, oh fuck. Mm-hmm. And the SUV was like more than twice as much money. Oof. But I was like, whatever, I'm on vacation. It's fine. Like, it's whatever. So we do it. We, we set off on this drive to find this hotel. And the roads were really bad. But then the final road to the hotel, dude, is just like absolutely terrible. Like the worst <laughs> road I've ever driven on. I was like, there's no way I'm getting my deposit back for the car. Mm. And I didn't even realize, like at first he inspected the car to be a homie, to be like, I'm going to mark every single nick because you're going to fuck the car up maybe. And I don't want them to blame you. So like, 10 minute inspection we get there and we're kind of like looking at each other we don't want to say it we don't want to be like did we fuck up you know what i mean we're like this is our vacation we're not going to put that out there right now i see hillary a little stressed as the cars boom boom it's like just the the absolute worst roads man and like i've driven sort of in like rural africa like those roads are really bad it was like comparable to that wow uh we finally get to the hotel dude we go in the lobby the lobby's pretty sick well okay whatever and then they like walk us out to the pool and we were just absolutely blown away by how sick it was i mean the pictures you posted were mouth-watering they were sick right i mean dude it was like an incredible infinity pool on a cliff situation but like direct beach access to like you could walk right out of the beach in 30 seconds like just so it was just a really special place and we really uh we really enjoyed it, man. Was it pretty expensive? Sort of, but like not, not like same bar. It's expensive. You know what I mean? Like expensive, mm-hmm. but like not like I'm, I was impressed with how sick the hotel was based on how much we had paid. Got it. It was obviously expensive, but we also paid for it in 2020. You know what I mean? So it was yeah. nice to have paid a significant portion of. Yeah. You almost feel like you're getting it for free at that point. Yeah, dude. I mean, pretty yeah. crazy. So, I mean, we ended up three, four days later before we went to the next island, we returned the car somehow with no damage wow uh and it was an absolute miracle Uh, were you using it to drive around while you were staying at the hotel i mean we were driving around the island yeah we rented cars in both places and i definitely recommend that uh if you can drive stick 
And if you... But you can't. I can. You can? Yeah. I thought you could not. I can drive stick. I cannot roll a joint. Back to that discussion. I didn't have those two things confused. <laughs> but those are... Uh, That's what we were talking about We've previously? talked about those things yeah, too. No, okay. I, can't, I drive stick well. Um, uh, you know, not to fucking. That's cool. You know, no, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. Me um, too. Me too. Really? Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. No. Nope. Yeah, I grew up plowing our long driveway with the John Deere tractor. Which <laughs> is, yeah, it's four oh, four gears. Oh, cool. But I wouldn't put it into fourth. Not on those icy. <laughs> but on those it, icy it handles days. the same way a car. Like you, you just about. Yeah. It's it's even harder. The the transition from one gear to the next is not as smooth. Right, right, right. So jerk it a little. By the time I was driving in a car manual it was i was ready for it yeah totally um well anyway i want to thank tony and despina who are two listeners of ours who were very helpful uh helping me set up everything and like telling me about ride sharing apps and where to go and all this stuff uh cool. so thank you guys and uh dude it was fucking dope man nice man good uh good to be back dude i have a question for you so tell me what you think about this we had this boat ride recommended to us right day long boat ride and I don't know why we got it in our head that it was going to be a private boat. Like I sort of knew it wouldn't based on how inexpensive it was. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be on this boat nine hours. You get all this food, whatever. And first of all, I had a really bad experience on a boat in the Galapagos recently. Obviously, the Mediterranean is much different than the Pacific Ocean. But I was still sort of like, I'm, I'm sort of boated out. Yeah. Um, we get to the port in the morning and we like Hillary describes this. She's like, I just see people giving directions to people. There's teenagers on this boat. There was like a bunch of them sort of in not like, and this boat's supposed to be cool too. It wasn't like ghetto or anything, oh, but we basically look at each other. We're like, do we just want to bail on this? Even though we've, we're, we have to pay. Wow. And I'm curious what your take is on that. Cause neither of us wanted to be on a boat all day, especially not with a bunch of teenagers no. and fucking whatever people we don't know, not having any control over the fun planned fun. Yeah. And we just gave them the money and left. So you, you bailed. So what happened is I basically walked up and I was like, hey, we don't feel comfortable and paid them. And then like the entire crew tried to convince me like, no, it's a beautiful day. No, no, no. Why? Why? Everyone COVID testing. Everyone. Yeah. And I was like, no, I was like, sorry, like we're just not. Interesting. And then we were like kind of shook by that a little bit. We sort of started to like bicker a little afterward, even though like like, nothing happened. It was just kind of like a jarring experience mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then i went and jumped off a cliff dude into the water which was so sick i'll show you the picture love that uh and love then that the day sort of started to turn around but what are your thoughts on something like that well there's so many things that you just said that <laughs> struck so many chords <laughs> sorry sorry with me no no it's no I'm, I'm just now i'm going backwards through it i think that when you're traveling with someone it's it's very easy to pull the ripcord on something. Um, um, right. But you two had a visual on what the experience was going to look like. So you made a more informed decision than a lazy decision. I it's agree. one thing to be hung over in your hotel room and <laughs> right. say, I don't Fuck really want to, you know, totally 10 a.m. I really don't want to go out on the boat, whatever. And then you bail and then, then you feel a little bit guilty as if you've r- removed a cultural effort from your, your trip. Right. But you guys went all the way there and Ooh. saw that it was a teen tour. There's nothing I would rather I'd rather hang out with senior citizens on a boat than teenagers. Teenagers They were with are, their parents, but yes, still. Yeah. Still. Forget it. Yeah. No, that's not that's no good. Yeah. So I think you made the right decision. I don't I don't doubt your decision there at all. Especially nine hours on a boat. Dude, it's too long. What are you doing? 
It's what are you do? What are both of you doing? I know, bro. And they like feed you all the shit. Like the move is to just go out for a couple hours, in my opinion. Yes, it's cheaper. It's faster. Yeah, you know. Yeah, boats can be a trap. So that that was the right call. I think so too. Um, but then you said too that you started to bicker, and the couple bicker on a vacation together is as inevitable as <laughs> the the. The sun setting. That was the only one. That was the only one. It lasted probably for like an hour and a half. It is impossible to travel, especially to a hot country. I know. Without bickering. There's some there's that vision of walking through European streets with your t-shirt stuck to your back because you're wearing a backpack. <laughs> And you're both a little so lost. Hot. There's no place to, you know, the, the the bottled water brands are so bad. They all taste a little yeah, chlorinated or something. <laughs> and there's no way to cool off. There's not that much comfort. Yeah. And you just bicker. You start to bicker. Yeah. The bickering sets in. Yeah, it's true. Let me tell you something. A little bicker bicker. Julio, I got I to gotta tell you something. <laughs> I like America. More than other countries, really. So, what about it? Because I know know, we can. Why? What is? What's wrong with Europe? I love Europe, bro. Why don't they have stuff? Why isn't it easier? So, it depends. Like this, that's like a blanket statement. I mean, are you are you talking about Italy? There's no Whole Foods in Europe. I mean, they have they have grocery stores. I get what you're saying though. You like you go one place for fucking their 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 produce meat. their stuff sucks, man. The what I find that the what's available in terms of healthy food in oh, okay. in Europe is not great. So this is what I this is what I would say to that. They haven't had the like health food revolution because their food is just better for you than ours. Like it's like fresher and like so their unhealthy food is healthier than our unhealthy food. So my theory, Maybe so. yeah. it hasn't gotten pushed enough. Like you can eat that food and like not get disgusting the way you would here for some reason. I find factors. I find you, you're, you're right. I find that in America it's, it's more polarized. We're at the two extremes, right? So it's either you've got, I mean, not either, but there, there's in Europe, you don't have obesity levels as high and you don't have food deserts where there's no <laughs> decent place to buy. Right groceries for a hundred miles in any direction but then you also don't have a trader joe's or a whole foods right where you can buy everything get a healthy lunch or get a healthy couple bags of groceries right right i you texted me something about the amount of bread you had eaten man <laughs> what's up with the bread why did why, why I was chugging bread for four days. <laughs> You're in There's Italy, just dude. bread in your face all the time. The food. How do you think I got like this, bro? Bread and mozzarella, <laughs> soft mozzarella oh. cheese. Mozzarella will kill you, dude. I used to eat a whole a whole mozzarella every day, which I don't know if that's like an obvious what that means. I feel like a like, whole mozzarella has become more prevalent in the past since I've been an adult. When I was a kid, you couldn't just like buy a mozzarella. Like you'd have to buy a dry one. Like you now, you can buy fucking fat mozzarella. They've gotten bigger, and there must be a lot of lactose in it or something, man. Because it's my favorite cheese, but dude, it makes me so gassy, bro. I just mozzarella float away is immediately. Just nuts. Delicious. It is nuts. <laughs> and the problem is, th- this is what I don't like about traveling: is that you can't 
rely on any sort of schedule. I yeah. found that I was, I didn't know where my next meal was coming from. I kept going to bed at random times and waking up yeah. at random times. I'd get hungry at random times. And, and th- this is what pisses me off. Italy <laughs> is closed from like 2 to 7 p.m. Uh, the stores closed. They take a little break. They, a little break. Five two hours se- of the that's day. Ex- that seems excessive. Restaurants are not open from 2 to 7 p.m. Right, right, right. They open for dinner. They're not open from 2 to 7 p.m. Beyond that, uh, I would say 75% of the businesses in Italy where we were <laughs> are closed for the month of August. Oh, uh, yeah. The whole month of August. What are these? Feragosta. Are yeah, they Feragosta. all just teachers? <laughs> what, what the hell is going you on You get the here? month off, bro. Southern, Why? Southern Europe, you just like, it, the lifestyle is different, bro. They don't, they don't uh, live to work, bro. Or did I say that wrong? They don't work to live. I've never understood. They don't that. live to work. I've I've never understood that saying. I it was really frustrating. You yeah. you would miss the window. You'd you'd show up to try to just buy a coffee or something at the downstairs bar at the hotel at ten thirty, and they would sorry we're sorry. closed until lunch. There's like a fifteen <laughs> minute window for lunch. Well, dude. So you just said a bunch of things too that sparked uh, thoughts. Yeah, we're going to be mind. going back and forth. It's this been too long since we spoke to each other. I love this. Um, well, dude, I, I feel like my response to what you said about sort of the scheduling and the lack of an ability to get into a routine—that's sort of the beauty of traveling—is that many people, and apparently not you, but many people, sort of feel boxed in by their routine, and it's nice for them to get out of it. It sounds like you just love your routine, dude. I cannot, I cannot overstate how homesick I got. I got homesick. You were not even I, gone that long. I was gone for five days. I was homesick for my Peloton, for my pillow, for my refrigerator and what it contains. Did you work out? Yeah, but you know, everyone's drinking all the time. I know. On this vacation, you know, it, it was it was a wedding, yeah. and we were staying at a hotel with every member of the wedding of the the whole all the guests for the wedding. And it was a Lake Como, right? Yeah. It so everyone's beautiful. just for you know they're forcing Aperol spritzes down your throat, dude. I drink a bunch of Aperol spritzes. They're just too. shoving them into your hand, and then you, you drink. You're like, oh, you don't want to be roots. So you drink it, and then you're like, well, now I'm not going to go run on the treadmill at 2 p.m. Yeah, like yeah, I had dude. planned like a to. lunatic. Yeah, fuck that shit. And so then you kind of go swimming in the lake and you try to just tread water long <laughs> enough to make yourself feel as though you did something. You're not going to derail your fitness in five days, especially not you. It's not, it's not even about that for me. It's that I, it, my body works best when I can exercise. Mm-hmm. And when I can't, I start to feel sick. I feel out of myself. I feel mm. lost. Like I'm sliding down some... Have you talked to your therapist about this? She's on vacation. <laughs> I was supposed to meet with her today. Fucking Italian She's therapist. up in Europe somewhere. <laughs> you know? So, I don't know, man. I, 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 I have to say, being over there for the first time made me feel very patriotic. I longed for America. And what it provides. <laughs> and I missed America. And I missed my home. And this was also on the heels of me recently doing a road weekend in Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, mm. which had also made me feel this massive wave of patriotism. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, dun, I told you about dun, that, right? Not really. No. We're walking I was, down no, the dude, National Mall. I was gone already. 
Oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me. Tell well, me I went that. to DC and I and I went to the Air and Space Museum at the Smithsonian, and Fun, then dude. Uh, I walked down the National Mall from basically the Capitol Building to past the you know the Washington Monument all the way to the Lincoln Memorial. It's a great walk, and it was. Uh, I was breathtaking. I like DC too. I was absolutely astonished. Yeah. From all these scenes from history, these famous black and white photos that you've seen, Martin Luther King addressing the Civil Rights March and, you know... <laughs> the people storming the Capitol. Sure, sure. <laughs> exactly, exactly. What an iconic moment that is. Dude, crazy. As, as horrifying yeah, as it was, no, totally. it's iconic. Yeah. And this is where it all happened. And I, I was just... I remember being very somber and uh, humbled, staring at the Lincoln Memorial and, and reading the script on the wall and all of this. And, and then I felt very proud to be an American. And then I sure enough had to go right off to Europe shortly after that and i missed our country <laughs> i missed it and i i am very glad i feel very lucky that that's my passport do you totally could have worked in the government even your look dude like you could just be we could transport you to the 1960s and you could be wearing those little black glasses with the black on top and not on the bottom <laughs> and you're just one of the good old boys you're like you know i love our country Yes, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, don't really know if I work for Big Tobacco or for the NSA. You have a little clip on the tie that, dude. I can yeah. see you. I can see it now, bro. Well, okay. So speaking of Big Tobacco, the wedding. Mm. I think it's time that someone. We need an insider to take down Big Wedding. Um, <laughs> this is what it's become. We need someone. You're stressed. We need someone who works in Big Wedding to come out and say that. 90% of wedding dresses are made by children in poor working conditions. They're underpaid. We need someone to say that wedding cakes are the leading cause of cancer in <laughs> elderly people. We need some kind of whistleblower to come out and topple big wedding because it's, it's become out, it's out of control. Well, dude, before you continue on this rant, I want you to take one of these Lucy pouches and stuff it in your lip. Well, that's a good way to take a deep breath. Yeah, not be taken down by big tobacco. <laughs> that's it. Kill the stress. Yeah. Not get, not get taken down by big tobacco. I love um, it. Because I imagine, I mean, you were in Europe. I imagine people were, they were busting heaters left down. and right. Your clothes smell as you sit in the outdoor cafes. People love smoking They're fucking darts out there. a cloud of secondhand smoke. <laughs> well, anyway, these Lucy packages, uh, these Lucy pouches are a great alternative to smoking. They come in three different flavors, mango, cool cider, and spearmint. They also have gum. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this is really good stuff, especially if uh, you're looking to kind of transition to a slightly cleaner habit Yeah. Uh, that's tobacco-free. And uh, if you use promo code OOPS, you can get 20% off of their products now. So go to lucy.co and use promo code OOPS, uh, and you'll get 20% off all of their products uh, you know, we definitely recommend trying it out so if like you're I looking for something like this. Walk around the streets of Italy handing these out like some Johnny Appleseed <laughs> starting the revolution of health in Italy, getting people off cigarettes. Next thing you know, Whole Foods are going to be sprouting up on every block. I know, right? And you're I'll finally feel out. comfortable being there for five days. <laughs> also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains non-tobacco nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Nice. Um, okay, so now that you're relaxed, continue on this uh, rant that you have of taking I down am, big weddings. I am. I am aware. I'm aware that I'm not good at traveling. That it shakes me, and that I am not relaxed. And it that thought that fact has been impressed upon me routinely by my girlfriend. Have you always felt this in way? the 48 hours since we got home? No, 
Because you used to be more, you used to shoot from the hip a bit more. I so here's the thing, righty. This is a bit of a privileged stance that I'm taking, and 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 what I mean by that is, I was very lucky as a as a younger person, as a kid, really, to travel a lot. So give where'd you go? So my mom, you know, was very, I guess, profoundly francophone. She yeah. got her PhD from in French and then taught French in college. Uh, for a couple of years and did she speak to you in French a little bit but it, it was hers was a very academic French you know mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah. Like, she was able to read French philosophers and write these 160 page 160 page dissertations on like my Voltaire Voltaire and Rousseau yeah. and all this Damn. super dense my French she instilled in me a desire to, to become bilingual mm -hmm. and the way that I found to do that was by going to this French soccer camp when I was in sixth grade in Bordeaux, I was the only American there, and within two weeks, I was You're very ripping. conversational. Yeah, it's amazing. No one spoke a word of English. I had no choice. I just awesome. soaked it in like a sponge. I went back the next summer for a longer stay. By that summer, I was fluent. Wow. Um, and then I carried that conversational French. I reinforced it when I was a junior. I went abroad, studied at a French university, and then became a little more academic, better better reading it and all of that bullshit. And, awesome. uh, and, and my French is good. So... I actually have a story about this. So, man, this episode is going to be all over the place. I hope people don't mind. Uh, <laughs> all right. Quick quick aside. I'm in the lobby at the hotel we're at. We're staying at the Hilton in Lake Como, right? Yeah. It's not like one of the super nice places, like the Villa Urba. It is Villa, not? Okay. Villa yeah. Deste. I mean, they have some it's, of these. They have like five-star fancy. They have on the lake the most grand hotels that are 100 years old. Yeah. Sixteen hundred dollars a night. They have yeah, places. The, 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 the dinner, every entree on the dinner menu is fifty-five euros or more. Yeah, Jesus. You know, whole trout or whatever the fuck the you know big water fish they have. Jesus Christ, I'm lost. Okay, <laughs> spinning the wheel is a little too fast. Um, <laughs> too much to talk about, dude. We're yeah, bursting. I know, I know. So, so I'm in our hotel and I'm I'm trying to get a dinner reservation. It's the last night there. My girlfriend and I have not had any time alone. We've just been so, you know, part of the crazy rush of wedding activities. I was in the wedding, and so it was so fun. And my friend who got married set everything up and had basically stuff planned every night that we were there almost. And and so amazing. I mean, there was a big so booze cruise on the lake that he did with a live saxophone player and a DJ. That was so fun. Uh, I had to speak at that. Oh, um, which was really fun. And, and it was fun that I was able to follow along because I follow a bunch of your friends now. And even though you were sort of going, you were skimping a bit on the content. I, I was fully, anything. fully updated on everything. I didn't post anything. I right? know you were playing tennis. I know you were on yeah, the boat. Yeah. I know everything, bro. She had a, a secondary <laughs> eye into my world. The reason, by the way, that I did not post anything is twofold. One, I don't understand how I can ask my fans, our fans, to support me in my career to the tune of five, ten, twenty-five dollars a month on my Patreon, uh, their hard-earned money. If I'm just going to go fuck off to Italy and some ornate vacation uh, for five days and 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 sort of miss out on some of my obligations to them. Two things. I want to interrupt you for two seconds. First of all. It's a wedding, so it's different. It would be different if it was just you going on vacation. But secondly, bro, 
people want to see you fucking live big, man. Fine. Like, think about all the people who send Joel Osteen money. They don't care that he has five planes. They're like, he should have five planes. And so should you, dude. Maybe you're right about that. <laughs> you might be right about that. I just think that if I'm posting about it and, and shoving the incredible luxury of this Lake Como trip in people's faces all the time, they're going to be a little bit miffed. I understand. That there's a little bit of uh, hypocrisy there in, in me my, me saying, help me support my career, subscribe to my Patreon, feels... I feel you. Like bullshit to me. I mean, I feel, I feel self-conscious even posting, hard posting Grease stuff because of that. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's different, but like because of more, I guess, the comedy community... Like, yeah. I don't want there to be negative repercussions right. we for have, me showing how lavish my... Exactly. So you know, we both we both have our own reasons. And, and I also think, Yours similarly, is better, though. Your reason is better. My Instagram account, to me, is a portal to entertainment. That is my purpose there. It is strictly for the purpose of trying to make people laugh. Uh, and whatever. So, so, so that's the other reason. And then the, the second part is, there were a lot of people who were invited to this wedding and couldn't make it mm-hmm. whether it was because of of covid issues uh some people have very close friends of mine have weddings coming up themselves and the fear of testing positive because in order to come back from italy we had to get a test even if we were vaccinated I know, it's so annoying and so we all had to get tested and the threat of a positive or even a false positive pcr test would mean you'd have to quarantine inside in of a Italy. hotel room in Italy for two Ugh. weeks. And this was... Well, you don't have to get PCR, though. You we did rapid. Yeah, okay. okay whatever. whatever it whatever, is. Whatever, whatever. Which are not... Those kick off false positives all the time. I know, I know, I know. And, and so uh, we were all very worried about this mm-hmm. because none of us could really afford to be stuck in Italy for two weeks. Totally. And fortunately, I don't think anybody in the wedding tested positive. Excellent. Which is a miracle. Excellent. But... Um, I also knew that there were a lot of people that had been hoping to come and just felt like they couldn't because they had things that they couldn't uh, afford to miss should they... Just in case. Even if there was a 1% chance they tested positive over there. So, so remember you had told me that someone was getting married and that's why they didn't... That's why they yeah. weren't going to go. That, yeah, exactly. That, that happened? Those so, people didn't come, didn't come because their wedding is like the next week. Right. right and right, right. they can't afford to yeah. potentially get stuck in Italy and miss their own wedding. Totally. Which they've been planning for months. So... I get all that. And then you've got, you know, dude, weddings, man, especially a sick wedding in Lake Como. It becomes this feeding frenzy of posting on Instagram. Yeah, of course. It is an absolute downpour. Your feed for three to five days is clogged. Just one post after another. People were putting up 30 Instagram stories. The little bar in between each one is, you can't even see. They're yeah. so small. There's so many of, of this incredible trip. And that's, I get it. People want to flex. It's fun. This is a special event. I absolutely get it. But there is also this element of your real, dude, FOMO is never worse than for the people who either weren't invited or were invited and couldn't go and have to sit at home and just they're doom scrolling, <laughs> you know, just chugging their own FOMO into this <laughs> crazy hysteria. And I know that this was happening to people and my heart kind of broke for them 
and I'm not trying to play. I'm not trying to be like self righteous and say Fuck like I'm em, bro. protecting Fuck those em. people. Yeah, I, 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 I get that. I'm with that yeah, too. I feel you. But man, I feel you. Weddings are are just a a time to make everyone else feel bad. It's, it's just <laughs> it's just Instagram really making people feel left out. Dude, that's funny. I mean, I don't know, dude. I, I get it from like the friend group angle of people who just couldn't go. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it is what it is, man. No, it's I know. It's nice that you're compassionate. No, I mean, look, that that was just a small part of it. I, yeah. The bigger issue is I don't want people thinking like, you know, yeah. why would I give this guy five bucks a month if when he's, he's just he's bowling? He doesn't need the money. He's going over Lake Como, whatever. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast. I then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium, and you would all yell "Anchor, Anchor," and then you'd say, "Go to Anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user friendly and nice, and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, "Ooh, that's pretty." And also, it's our podcast, and you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize, so you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, Anchor.fm, download it now. Um, um, okay, so, all right, back to, I'm all over the place here. It's okay. I it's apologize. Okay. No, it's a good but stuff. But this is a funny story. I think you're going to like this. Okay. <laughs> so I'm in the lobby of the hotel. I'm asking the concierge for a dinner recommendation, if he can possibly try to get us a reservation somewhere that's a little more intimate and not touristy a hole in the wall makes great italian food whatever as i'm doing this there is a one one of the other concierge women is trying to speak to a disgruntled guest in french now the entire staff spoke very good english Mm -hmm. but this woman did not speak very good french and the woman the french woman the disgruntled guest didn't speak either Italian or English. So she's struggling. And I speak French. So I said, uh, you know, if you want me to translate, I will happily do so. And she was like, oh, great. So then she starts explaining to me in English, you know, what do you like asking this woman, like, what's wrong? Why didn't you like your room? And I say that to her in French. And I felt like when when boxers only speak Spanish and they have to have that translator yeah. after a fight, like that, I felt I'd never been a, a translator before. He's saying he fall very hard, he very happy. Yeah, that's it. And the, <laughs> and you got to remember sometimes the problem with being a translator is the sometimes they'll go on too long. Right. And you were like, wait, stop! I need to give him that before I <laughs> I can't. I'm not gonna be able to remember everything you just said. Right, right, right. And so Pause. you know, and then you're translating in your head, and it's just I don't know. It was, but it was so fun. That's great. But but get this. So the woman was mad because she said to me, you know, the the photos of our room on the website made the room look a lot nicer than it is and she was trying to cancel she had she three nights of, yeah she had a three night reservation but she um she didn't she wanted to cancel the remaining two nights but the hotel said you booked it through booking.com it's a third party we can't cancel it for you you have to uh, do it through dear. them the downfalls of booking.com, man. So she's super bummed out. And she's, by the way, she is not happy, but she's quiet. She's just like, her her whole face has fallen. She's not happy. How do you say fish in French? Fish? Poisson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, she got a catfish. Chat et poisson. <laughs> poisson de chat. Poisson uh, de chat. Fish of cat. So, okay. So, um, I wonder what their term would be for catfishing. Maybe they have one. You start. <laughs> I bet that happens in France all the time. She's saying you guys catfish them. I don't understand yeah, that phrase. With the windows view of the, the lake. That's hilarious. So, okay. So, so by the way, then the the hotel tells her, "Well, would we would you be willing to let us put you in a nicer room to try to make up for this?" So I explained this to her. And by the way, I'm now becoming invested in the negotiations with this woman as if I'm an employee for the hotel. That's what I'm saying. Whose side were you on? 100% the hotel. Got it. Because they're doing their best. This woman, this you know. Woman, yeah. It's sorry that you you saw the pictures of the room, dude. Yeah. And also, you book through booking.com. You know you're going to get absolutely smoked yeah. if you try to leave. So um, she's like, well, I don't know. They told us that if we tried to upgrade, it would be an extra 60 euros per night. So then I convey that to the hotel. And she says, let me talk to my boss. She explains to the boss. The boss is like, no, we'll give him the better room with a terrace for free. And then I convey this back to the French lady with a little bit of jealousy, like you didn't fucking offer to give us a room with a terrace for free. <laughs> and um, she's like, okay, I guess we'll do it. I was mad. I was mad. She had just gotten in this hotel room upgrade for free. That she didn't deserve. We, meaning me and the hotel staff, we, the employees of the Lake Como Hilton, <laughs> had bent over to give her this better room for free, and she wasn't even grateful. Dude. A terrace? Good. The French, man. Prickly bunch. And I, so she leaves, and I'm like, I'm trying to get her to give me a little bit of excitement. Like, doesn't that sound better? And she's not giving me anything. So she leaves to go get her bags and switch to the other room. And I start talking shit about this woman with the hotel staff. And we're all laughing about it. Like, can you believe that bitch? Didn't, wasn't grateful about getting a, a, a terrace. And I mean, we were having a great time. Now, all of this is to say, that this is our last night. We go out to dinner. We arrive back in our hotel room. There is a bottle of chilled Prosecco wow. and two champagne glasses from the hotel because of how well I had done as translator. Dude, that's fantastic. The last funny part about this that's is great. Sierra walked in before me and said that her heart stopped because she thought there's no way he's proposing to me <laughs> in the hotel room. Dude, that's really funny. How funny is that? That's really funny. That's really Not funny. only that, but why would he propose to me at a wedding? That, Dude, is, that, that was is... so much better than what the wedding will be that we have. She's just worried you completely missed the mark on that. Dude, that is so weird. tone deaf. Yeah, Dude, that happened to me too. Actually, like <laughs> I was, I was being weird for some reason. I forget what I was doing. Like I was asking questions to the people, and I was like trying to change our table. And Hillary go, looks at me and goes, "What are you doing?" And I could tell in her head she thought that like there was a five percent chance that I was going to propose. They're on the hunt, man. We can't shake the stench, the smell of potential proposal. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're in we're in the zone. We're in the zone right now. We're in the blast radius. Anything you and I do, especially me, I think at this point yeah. is anything out of the ordinary is, is <laughs> tipping our cap that we might you know, God forbid I get nervous about anything. It's yeah. like, well, what's the matter? Hands are a little sweaty. Oh, uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Can't even get on a knee and tie your yeah, shoe anymore. That's exactly crazy. Right, man. Dude, that's great. So, Wait, how many Aperol spritzes did you drink? Um, did you drink a lot of them? I don't even Is really the like drink? them. I don't really like them. And, and I would only want to have one. Mm, it's not sweet. a drink you can have. It's not like beer yeah. or wine. Like, I'm not going to have multiple Aperol spritzes. There's so much sugar. Champagne it makes me more hungover than any yeah. other alcohol, bar yeah. none, more than tequila, more than whiskey. It's, it is just a sickening, head-pounding, nauseating hangover. So I really try to stay away from it, but everyone was, you know, that's the drink people were handing out. So yeah. I don't know. I'd, I'd start the night with one of those and then switch something a little more in my comfort zone. So, dude, it's funny. So first of all, Hillary says, and she's right about this, um... I the drink I order always ends up being a girly drink. Mm -hmm. Like I, I just read the description. I don't know that it's going to come in like some girly glass with some girl. It's all color, like quote unquote girly. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about. Girly yeah. drink. So anyway, she always says that about me, which ends up being true and it's hilarious. But I will sort of be like, should I have an Aperol spritz? And then I'll have one. And before you know it, I'm on my third and I'm just like, I'm a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like feeling myself. I'm like, I'm a fucking bad bitch. Dude, what, it's something about the color, man. <laughs> I, know. I, I think the color of them really just makes everyone think like, what a fun drink. It's so, it is hunting cap orange. It looks like <laughs> the worst uh, order of wing, like a wing challenge oh, at some spicy wing restaurant. It is so nuclear funny. orange and uh, everyone, everyone loves them. Now, so funny. I would to stay in the the vein of Italy and where we were. That the, there were three drinks that everyone was ordering all a lot yeah. of, N Aperol spritzes, Negronis, oh yeah, which is pure gasoline, pure gin, pure <laughs> gasoline. They are good though. And then uh, uh, espresso martinis. Got it. And the trifecta. I was I would have one espresso martini after dinner, and I mean the first night we got there. There's so much to talk about on this trip. Dude, I know. It was it was really fucking great. I had a great time too on my trip and I was proud of myself because I only packed carry-on. Now I was only I was only gone or I was gone for 10 days. So that becomes challenging. A yeah. Carry-on. That's a long that's a long trip for, for 10 a carry -on. days. Did did Hillary? No, but, well, no, Hillary brought a big ass suitcase, but we didn't combine our stuff. Um so, but dude, the perfect item for a carry-on trip yep. when you need a bathing suit and yep. you need shorts for dinner, 100%. bird dogs, baby. Yep. That's bird it. dog shorts. I brought a pair of bird dogs and they functioned as both my bathing suit and my shorts for dinner. Yep. And I was able to make it through the trip without needing to do the laundry. I, I I brought three pairs of bird dogs and I went through all of them twice. Dude, it's great. I mean, they are soiled. So versatile. I might have to <laughs> throw them out. So versatile. So go get yourself some bird dogs. Yeah, we love the bird dog shorts. They've got joggers coming out. I'm excited. Dude, the joggers are sick. Awesome. They are sick joggers. I, I'm telling you, I've, I've seen these joggers from bird dogs. They are the absolute bee's knees. They got that perfect cuff around the ankle just in case you want to sneak into a movie theater and your pockets aren't big enough to hide all the candy. You can actually stuff it into your pants and it won't fall out your feet. Dude, hilarious. Giving you away. Blowing your cover. <laughs> Dude, one of our listeners in Saudi Arabia was telling me how him and all his boys, you talked to this guy too, 
all order all the bird dog shit and they're paying like fucking straight up tariffs on this stuff dude. <laughs> yeah, like they're yeah. they're like they just love the bird dogs over there so much that yeah. they're fucking ripping them i hope you guys are using the uh promo code oops and getting getting your little free shit on that's the side it. too that's it we so don't know what it is let bird us know birddogs.com promo code oops you'll get some uh get some fun stuff enjoy Dope. Um, sorry, All right. so what we, we, I interrupted let's, you. Let's back saying? up a second. Yeah. So, so this this packing thing is a really interesting one, mm. which is you know my poor girlfriend knows that um, if I'm carrying on and she's not, that's probably going to be an issue because you don't want to wait for your bag with her. The whole her point bag? of of carrying on is to not have to wait for your bag when you land. Yeah, that's the issue. Which also, are you guys both global entry? Yes. Because it's the same thing with that. Like if, if you're if traveling one someone person who does not. So when we when we landed back in America, thank God we were global entry. We were through passport control. Right. Two customs. Seconds. I'm talking 30 seconds. It's amazing. The line for Dude. American citizens returning from other countries, 35 minutes. Dude, yeah. It's so beat, man. And we had a friend <laughs> who lives near us that we were splitting an uber home with and we waited for him bro you should have given made him download the mobile passport app you don't need global entry it gets you in just like global entry next time i'll let him know mobile passport it'll, you, you skip the line as well global entry is one of the single greatest i agree commitments it, you got it you got to do it so the only reason like i wouldn't have gotten it because of that mobile passport app but the pre-check like pre-check and global entry coming it's it's un like you can't if you travel at all you need both of those things yeah pre-check is life-changing you can, i don't know how you could live without pre-check but if you do global entry it gives you pre-check exactly whereas if you just do pre-check you don't, you don't get global, get global entry. entry you need to do it yeah um because dude not taking your shoes off for security and not having to take your computer out is just the biggest fucking game changer in totally the world. totally yeah um so sorry. i just also think they're a lot less t uh, strict about looking for weed with people with uh tsa pre-check so, dude, our pal Danny Palmer says he was looking on the TSA website and they specifically say we're not looking for drugs. I don't know if that's like a trap. I think that's in, in American airports. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I don't know about Italy. Oh, okay, sorry. I didn't realize you were talking about international. No, but, but I mean, in Italy, it's weird. It's, all the laws are so different. Like, in Italy, you still have to put your liquids in plastic bags. I know, I know. It's um, and as long as they're under three and a half ounces, whatever, everyone knows this shit. Okay. What, what were you saying about packing, though? Okay, so we went for five six days or whatever but it's all wedding events mm -hmm. my girlfriend heroically managed to fit everything into a carry-on wow and do you I, guys have like fancy clothes too like i'm we'd, surprised she's gotta bring dresses yeah i brought a we had gar a garment bag each because you had a t you had to wear a tux or you didn't have to wear a tux no but i saw you guys had like groomsmen outfits yeah they were cool they were cool. a really light blazer with some linen cream colored pants mm -hmm. um but i will say we, I am, I am, I have relented now that I, I used to think, you know, that if, uh, if she, if we went on a trip and she couldn't fit everything into a carry on, that's because she was being undisciplined. Women, they have so much, more they stuff. need more and, need and, more and, and they're not being undisciplined. Definitely not. I, the dresses just take up so much room. Dude, you, yeah, you're the like, outfits, the amount of outfits, they just, they need more it. stuff. It's it. They can't wear bird dogs every day yeah, like, exactly. like we do, you know, for it's every different occasion. For yeah. yeah, totally, bro. So I, uh, I, I give in, you know, I, I, I get that <laughs> she may need to, to, to check a bag and I don't.
Um, but get this, dude. So we flew over on Emirates. Mm-hmm. And both, both ways? Yeah. Cool. On the way there, as I was checking in the night before our flight, I saw an upgrade for not that much money. You son of a gun. Well, because our flight to Italy was like Hard. 30% full. Oh, wow. Dude, I'm telling you, 70% empty. That's crazy. And so I thought about potentially trying to get us both in a in a row by ourselves so we could lie down and, and coach. But then I thought, you know what? It's been a good month. And by the way, the deal to upgrade to business was was not much. Really? It was it was so much less than what the cost of business tickets were originally because I looked. Oh, okay. And I I didn't tell my girlfriend and I upgraded. Us. Wow, dude, that is such a fucking Did Forget you think this. you were proposing again? I yeah. <laughs> but dude, 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 this is this is where it gets really it's the fun. The best business class. This is where it gets really fun. So we were we took an Uber to the airport with that same friend that we took the Uber home with who lives right near us. And we, um, he had done the upgrade as well. Cause I had told him Both about ways? it just the way there, Okay, okay. but he did the upgrade. And so we were both very excited about this. Cause we, I, I never fly business. And bro, class. it's an overnight flight. Like you need the way there to Europe. You like, yeah, it's the time to, to And splurge. you're going for a short time and you, we're in the wedding. So we've kind of got to be you gotta on be, it as you quickly gotta as be possible. Fresh. You got to be fresh. And our flight left at 11. Yeah. Um, you get there the next so day. So you can really, I mean, that's a lot of the other flights that we're going, we're leaving at six o'clock, which mm-hmm. it's hard to it's sleep harder. Yeah. on those early ones. We were hoping to just sleep and I can't sleep on planes unless I'm lying down or whatever. So we um we upgrade now my buddy i said to him don't don't tell my girlfriend that i've upgraded her and and he was like okay i won't even tell her that i have ah solid so we're going to the airport and he and i start giving her shit about how uncomfortable we're going to be on the flight (laughs) because she's in the middle seat next to me so I'm like, look, you know, that's great. Unfortunately, dude. I've been doing a lot of shoulder exercises, so you <laughs> leaning huge. on my shoulder is not going to be that comfortable. Like, <laughs> but you know what? We'll suck it up. When we get there, we'll nap. We'll probably be fine. It's just, it is what it is. You know, we're going to have to just <laughs> suck it up. And we are absolutely leaning into the. We are dude. relishing this. And she's like, "Why are you guys making this worse?" You know why are you why are you raising my anxiety about this? And we're like, no, we're just being realistic. You know, we got to prepare ourselves. We got to suck it up. We get to the airport. We go get a beer, whatever. We um, we then you know. So did she not even realize? Did you so, guys so, check in normally because of this? This is this is the thing, dude. The the amount of I was my my dream was that somehow we would make it onto the airplane without her knowing. Yeah, yeah. But there were, I'm not kidding you, 100 places between (laughs) us and the getting on the plane where the the goose was to be cooked, where we were, were, it would be, it would be revealed. So. Because you could go in the like economy check-in line to keep the gig, the gag going. We did. (laughs) We and so did my friend, dude. That's because he was all in on How this. How fun is that? This is so. So, fun. so we go, we go to the economy check-in line, right? I'm checking in, and I'm certain the woman behind the counter is going to get our passports and be like, "Wait, what are you doing here? You guys have business class. Go in that line." You're like, it's a surprise. She she doesn't. Uh, yeah, and by the way, you can't exactly whisper like, "Don't give away" at yeah, the airport. No. Like, keep it secret who we are. Like, that's fucking shady. So we 
she somehow magically takes both my passport and my girlfriend's passport and then hands <laughs> the tickets back to me. Now, I see on the tickets immediately there's business written in right. big, bold letters. So you hang so on I it? grab them from her and fold them <laughs> as fast as possible. Girlfriend doesn't see it. Unbelievable. So we're, that's one down, right? Then we go to the security line and there, sure enough, there's a business line and a TSA pre-check, fortunately. So we, I take the tickets out again and sort of secretly show them to the TSA pre-check lady. She lets us through, doesn't say anything. Then we get up to the person who scans your ticket and your passport. And once again, I'm sure They're that here it's going to show up on the screen or something when we scan them, like business class, we're going to be screwed. No words, nothing gets us through. We go through the security. Um, we make it through. We get all the way to the bar. Uh, oh, did you like board later on purpose? We took a huge risk. <laughs> we wanted to enjoy all of the privileges of this business class upgrade. One of which, of course, is the lounge. Yeah. And we were hoping, is there any way we can use the lounge uh, without without showing our hand, we go up to the lounge. I hand she's by the way she's right on my shoulder. I hand the tickets to the lounge guy, and he goes, "Oh, this doesn't actually work here." And oh, I, I had told my girlfriend the reason I thought we would have lounge access was because of the credit card that I had. Oh, that's a good lie. That's a good lie. I thought I said I was like I think I get once a year I get me plus that's a, smart. a guest, and the guy. But the, again, the guy was like, "No, it doesn't work here, unfortunately." Um, you don't have access. You have to be like first, first class. I don't. I don't even know what yeah, it was. But you had to be a member of their oh, program yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like that. But even then, we didn't get revealed. Okay. And so we go. We go back. We go to some shitty airport bar. Everything else is closed at this point at JFK because mm, it's, it's late. late. So we ate terrible food. And by the way, this was like this was how devoted we were to the ruse. I knew we would get really good food in our seats, mm -hmm. but we. Didn't want to reveal that. So my girlfriend's like, we got to eat dinner before we get on the plane so we can sleep. So we we all committed to eating this horrible fucking food oh, at this hilarious. bar. I had like a steak sandwich. It was dog shit. And, well, dude, you know, they, but they say two things that are important with this. First of all, Emirates, even the, even the coach food in Emirates is fucking amazing. Yeah. But also... They say that if you eat the food when you're in the air, you get bloated as fuck for like 18 hours. Oh, is that so? And I think it's actually true. Hmm. Like in a way where like there's something about eating at that elevation that like makes it sit weird with you. Just saying, I know you guys wanted to look hot in your pics. Well, interesting. So it probably worked out. That's a, that's a fair point. Anywho. So we then we go to our gate to board and my girlfriend runs into a Hudson News to grab bottles of water. And she's like, we need these for the flight. And I tried. I was like, you know, I feel like they're going to have water for us, knowing we're going to have whatever yeah, we, we want. want yeah. And she's like, no, it's not going to be enough. We need water. So while she goes to buy these bottles of water, I take our tickets and I go through the security line because I'm afraid that, it, again, it's going to show up on the scanner. And I then I go through and I'm like, yeah, my girlfriend's just coming. She'll be right back behind me. And they're like, OK, well, wait right here. So I wait at the top of the. the but did you wait for like people to start boarding already and you went later? Or you people went, had been boarded. Got it, got it, we got were got towards it. the end. Smart, smart, smart. But I go through mm -hmm. and then I'm and then I wait for her at the top of the gang plank gangway, whatever the whatever. fuck it is. 
And she then shows up and gets in line. And I'm like, come on, come on. And she comes through and she's like, why didn't you wait for me? And she's almost mad. Mm -hmm. Understandably. Yeah. And I was like, I was nervous. We were, I get nervous and whatever, (laughs) make this thing up. So we are now walking onto the plane and I'm still like, there's no way for us. How far can we take this? I mean, we get, we, I show our tickets to the woman at the greeting us on the plane. She goes, okay, you're just taking a right here and then sitting there. And I'm like, okay, good. We walk onto the plane. My friend, his seat is directly in front of ours mm-hmm. and he's already sitting in it. Okay. So we see him and I go, dude, how did you get uh, this? And he was like, I don't know. They just <laughs> upgraded me somehow. And my girlfriend's like, what? And we're like both so jealous. Dude, that and I'm is like, awesome. what the hell, man? Like, are you kidding me? How lucky is that? He's like, yeah, dude, I don't know. And we like, I'm like, all right. So we walk past him. And we get past him, and I go, well, it's a good thing we're sitting right here. Dude, I was thinking you were going to tell me you botched it. You ne- you pulled it off. Dude, we made bitch. it to our seat. You son of a bitch. We made it to our seat without Unreal. her knowing. Unreal. And I, I, we sit down. She's like, <laughs> what is going on? And I'm like, yeah, I upgraded us. Like, and... And my, my friend and I were like high five in, you know, Dude, they bring us glasses awesome. of champagne. Uh. She's almost in tears because we were laying into her so hard with how much she forgot her neck pillow. She forgot good headphones. Um, and bro, they literally they come make your bed. They ask you, are you ready for us to make your they bed? Right? Bought a lot. They give us mattresses. Yeah, they bring you a mattress. Dude, and it was. And, and now, I mean, Dude. she is absolutely glowing she can't believe it all of our prayers have been answered and now right we're sitting we're just in i am pressing the up chair button and down and they're like you can't go down yet until the flight planes in the air and i'm like okay fine then they walk away and i like sink back down because i'm just having so much fun playing with these things dude and the headphones they, are sick too. They're the like headphones are Bose, amazing. Like, a billion movies. They have little uh, shaving kits with all the amenities you could possibly want for. Yeah. And a they're like designer kit. too, right? There's exactly. Like, Ours was Bulgari yeah, or whatever the hell yeah. that brand is. So, um, you know, it's it's a, it's amazing. And then, of course, being that we're there, I feel like I have to cross every box. So I ended up ordering. A full dinner. Yeah, of course. You have to. And then in addition to the champagne, I then had like an old fashioned, which was really well made. Yeah, I'm sure. Like the, the flight attendants in, in business class are like mixologists. I know, dude, it's it's another level. Dude, it was full blown royalty. I, I've never it was just beyond belief. And apologies if I sound like I'm whatever. But I I I, I it's you special, know, bro. It was really amazing and we did it and we ended up I ended up sleeping at least 3 or 4. Part of me didn't want to sleep at all cuz I didn't want to miss a moment of this experience. I mean, one reason why people are reluctant to travel is they're just afraid of leaving their home. They're afraid of, you know, leaving their stuff, what's going to happen when I'm away, making sure their stuff's secure. Uh and that's why we recommend that if you're looking to set up some kind of home security system, we suggest you do it with a company called Simply Safe that we have just started working with. Uh, the, the company was started by two individuals, uh, Chad and Eleanor, whose neighbors had their house broken into. 
uh, and they decided that they were going to start this cool, snazzy company to help you set up any sort of home security system that you might need for a, ver- a variety of different reasons. Uh, you know, whether it's a fire or a burglary or a medical emergency, uh, Simply Safe has highly trained security experts ready for whenever you need them. Uh, and because you're listening to this podcast, you can save 20% uh, on your Simply Safe security system and get your first month completely free when you sign up for interactive monitoring service. Just visit simplysafe.com slash oops uh, to customize your system and start protecting your home and family. Simplysafe.com slash oops. Dude, it's crazy how they pull out all the stops. Like I flew economy on Emirates on the way back from Greece and it was the be- by far the best economy flight I've ever taken. And they say that. Like Emirates is the pinnacle of really travel. Good. Like, And for first class, I can't even imagine. And dude, Hillary also took advantage of that and upgraded herself because we didn't fly together to Europe, oh. which is an interesting thing. But she was like traveling alone, whatever. And I was so psyched for her when she was sending me screenshots yeah. of her with the headphones on. And like, I heard about the whole experience that apparently you got. I was the only sucker fucking flying economy over there. Yeah. But like you said, I found, I picked my own row. So I was, I was fully, That's I, great. I had three seats on the way there. It's just as good. And I was late. It's not, it's just it's as, not good. as good. But I don't know why but it was good. that. It's not even close. I was able to sleep a bit. Before it's not even close. Before I got to Barcelona, yeah, incredible. Let me ask you a question though. So on the way home on my Emirates flight, the night before I looked at the seat map and I specifically so on an international flight, there's usually a middle area and two side areas. Yeah, no one picks the middle. So if you're on a flight that isn't a hundred percent occupancy, you can get a middle row to yourself. Mm-hmm. So here's the question that I have for you. Yeah, I had claimed this middle row. There's no one sitting next to me. And immediately I laid down to make sure that no one would like move their seat, whatever. And I was vert. I was horizontal for like three hours. I finally sit up. And then all of a sudden these people from the row behind me, like put their kids in the row next to me that, that I had already wait, claimed in, in the seat next to you. No. So like there's four. So in the two seats to the far near right. the window. Yeah. There, no, there's no window. We're in the middle. We're in Wait, the middle. You're saying, okay, so so it's like, it's three, like. Three, three, and four. Three seats on the left side of the four window. Four in the middle. Four in the middle where there's three no window. In the, and they put you, they put their kids. In the two. Next to the seats in the, in, among the four. Yes. And the. That's the, totally unacceptable. After I had already claimed the seats. If these are open. And the kid was like bashing his pillow, watching That's his nuts. brother play on an iPad. And I was like, this is fucked up. So you know what I did? You killed them. I stared at them. Damn and they nice. got scared of me. And did they leave? Yep. Oh my god! Wow, <laughs> that's pretty savage. Because, bro, this way too. This way, if the parents are like, "What's wrong?" They're like, "That man's staring at us." Like, they can't prove that I was actually staring at them, yeah. and they might think that they the kids were just being weird. But, dude, I death stared them. And these kids were like seven and six, five years old. I fucking like that's one of those moments they'll never forget, dude. Like the time where the guy told me I cut the line and I sprinted r- crying to my parents. The, that's this moment for these kids. Oh, good, good. I stared at them. Well, let them start a podcast 15 years from now and tell this story. That would be fun. <laughs> that is really weird, though, I, because the parents are just kicking their problem to you. Yeah. And I was like, this is not going to happen. So yeah. I was able to get them out. Um, so, okay. Sorry. I have one final thought, which is that um, you... You know, you on the way back, they did have the same offer for the mm. same amount of money. And I had paid a little, some nominal fee for us to have an extra legroom seat on the way home. Okay. And the problem with flying business class is that once you've flown it, you never want to fly anything else mm. again. 
And it took every single ounce of self-restraint for me not to upgrade us on the way home. So here's the thing, though. that On the way home, you like want to stay awake. Because if you can stay awake... You just are re- your clocks reset and you're back in that. It's a much easier flight, so it's not as bad to not have it on the way back. You don't need it as you, you don't get as much of an advantage from flying home as you do there. But even so, it's still eight out. It's a longer flight home due to the the yeah, headwind. Yeah. So it's it's still an enormous amount of time where you would much desire to be more, as comfortable as yeah, possible. Yeah. And my friend on the way home, he upgraded again. Oh, son and of a gun. And we didn't. Son of a gun. And I have to say, to my girlfriend's credit, not a peep. Not a not a complaint. Not a well really we're not especially since we had done it on the way there. You know Nothing. I, I, she had no thought of or or say did not say anything like, you know, couldn't we or anything like that. No guilt. Um but man, it it was tough. But then we got home and after five days in Italy of paying for every damn meal, drinks, getting my face ripped off, all of this with, with how expensive things were, I felt the same way for having turned down that upgrade as I do <laughs> leaving Las Vegas where you somehow manage to walk out with Up. some tenth of your money left in your pocket yeah and you don't put it on the blackjack table you made a as sacrifice. you go home you felt i felt like i had won yeah <laughs> and i left with my dignity some measure of my dignity intact and uh by taking one for the team dude. that was pretty that was a pretty good feeling That's so good, man yeah it's funny this has become like the planes and weddings podcast we talk a lot about these that, are our two favorite things right now no, it's good i have a plane question for you uh before we wrap things up here. yeah is it better to or and we're talking economy flight here. Is it better to have your own row, but there's a kid directly in front of you? You don't know how the kid's behaved, but you just know that he's there. He or she. You don't know anything about this kid, but it's a kid, and it's like a, a kid that say it's a three year old. Say it's somebody who's doesn't have any volume control yet. Mm, antsy. Or you're in a full row, but there's no kids. Again, I'm I'm a little confused. You, you you say you have a row, but there's a kid in front of you. A kid in the row in the row directly in front in the seat directly in front of you. There's a kid. There's a three year old, or you have a row with other people in it, but there's no kids anywhere. Oh, I'll I'll take the full row and bet on the kid. I think you're bet right. on the kid. I think the kid is the variable there, and you just are like maybe this kid will be good. Yeah, you hope you hope he's all right. And and kids do sleep, you know. Yeah, that happened to me, and I was thinking about this because the kid was being really loud at first, but like you said, he was out for like a good period of time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I didn't have to like start manifesting him choking, mm-hmm. or you could just pop your head over <laughs> and stare at him until he stops. Yeah, but three year olds, it doesn't work on three year olds, dude. <laughs> no, they think you're playing a game. They're not socially aware yet. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right, so what do you think? Should we wrap it up? Ah, man, yeah, sure. I have we'll, so we'll much continue. more to say. We have a lot more to say. We'll keep going on the next one. Yeah. To, to be continued. Come back on Thursday because uh, we got lots to tell you guys about. Oops, the podcast. Guys, if you don't follow our Instagram, please follow our Instagram. Mm. Get in the mix with us. I think like a big component of this podcast is our, and I'll, I'll go out and say our awesome social media stuff. Uh, credit Chris. Doctored by Chris, All who is the, the mixologist of that realm. Mm-hmm. Of that cocktail and ryan helps too and ryan as Show well ryan. our lovely and trusted intern mm-hmm. um so go follow us at oops the podcast send email us your stories we love yeah. reading them oops the podcast at gmail.com 
Anything uh, else you want to yeah, add? Yeah, I'll be in uh, Springfield, Massachusetts at the MGM Roar Comedy Club at the Springfield Mass- uh, MGM Casino on uh, the Saturday of Labor Day weekend. So if you've got nothing going on, come out. Get in there. Uh, and that's it. Thank you.